Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 77 WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. You can actually go to the WABC radio uh, app, which you ought to load into your cell phone. A lot of great uh, folks there, Rudy Giuliani, uh, Frank Marano, uh, Larry Kudlow, Cindy Adams, Andrew Giuliano. Uh, Andrew Giuliani, pardon me, Sid uh, Rosenberg, was going to be with me tomorrow morning, or I'm going to be with him tomorrow morning, and you're going to want to check that out. I like Marty Stone. He drops my name all over the place, as he should. He called me the great Sid Rosenberg two days ago, so somebody's obviously told him that uh, we get 7.0 ratings at this station. Congratulations to us. Everybody else struggles to get a three. We get a seven. But a great show this morning. Artie Idala, Curtis Sliwa, Bo Deedle, Bernie Carrick, Larry Trump, Thomas Knipp moments ago, Daniel Penny's attorney. And we do end here with Roger, who is now part of our family, does a great show. That was not uh, from the ABC show. That's 3 o'clock Sundays. He does some other thing called, like, Frank TV. Does Frank Morano own that? Frank TV. So here he is, uh, Donald Trump confidant and uh, a buddy of ours, too, the great Roger Stone. Roger, good morning. How are you, pal? Sid, it is uh, great to be with you. Uh, I do do a daily show. You can actually find it at stonezone.live at 5 o'clock, uh, and it's hosted at frankspeech.com, and they are they have no connection to Frank Deep Dish Pizza Morano. <laughs> okay, because it looked great. I Actually, one of uh, my listeners, uh, I know you know him, he's a friend of yours, too, Sal Greco, Anytime you mention my name, anytime you do something that he deems worthy enough, which is almost daily, he sends me the video, and it looks great. It looks like, you know, I'm watching Fox News, and, of course, uh, you're on top of every big story, especially Donald Trump. So let's get to it. Your friend is about to be arraigned in a court in Miami in about um, about six hours. I know what you've – I've heard you had to say here at ABC and Frank TV, but for listeners who haven't, what do you think about this arraignment, and what does it mean for the president moving forward? Well, I think it's a very sad day for America. We do not have the equal application of justice in this country. Uh, it's very clear, if one reads the New York Post, for example, that the House Republicans have discovered absolute proof of egregious uh, corruption, crime, uh, influence peddling, perhaps even treason uh, by members of the Biden crime. Well, let me stop you for one second, because I have uh, Nancy Mace has become a very good friend of mine, the South Carolina congresswoman. She's on the show now just uh, about every week. And she's part of that committee with Jim Colmer and all those folks that you're talking about, Roger. And I said, you know, Nance, uh, like Roger just said, you've got all this proof. I said, until you show them bank records with Joe's name on it, not Uncle Jimmy, not Hunter, until you show them that, they're going to treat everything else like circumstantial evidence. And I have to tell you, Roger, she agreed, and so have others on this show. So we've got overwhelming evidence, yes, yes. And anybody else would be arrested at this point. But until we get actual bank records, we're not going to get what we want, Roger. That's my prediction. Uh, I agree with that. If one looks at the Patriot Sentinel, they've actually published the bank records. I believe they're real, but that's up for the House Republicans. Look, there's, there's enough here. There's far more here to justify the impeachment of Joe Biden than there ever was 
to justify the impeachment of Donald Trump. Agreed. If we're going to have if we're going to have one standard. But uh, look, I was really honored to have the president on my WABC show, the Roger Stone show, my first show on Sunday. Um, it was uh, amazing how cool, how relaxed, how expansive he was. Uh, look, I think this guy thrives in crisis, to be honest with you. So while I think it is a sad day, uh, I was delighted to have him. What does bother me is when those in the media distort what both he and I said. I have said repeatedly that if a person chooses to go to Miami to uh, demonstrate their support for the president and to protest the outrageousness of these charges, they must keep it peaceful, civil, orderly, and legal. I've said it repeatedly. Uh, is I'm not going to be there myself. I have a show to do. But uh, I've said that repeatedly. Today you have a piece in today's New York Post saying people are concerned that, that Stone and Laura Loomer have called for violence. No, we've oh, done come nothing on. of the kind. Oh, come on. No, no. I, I, listen, first of all, the interview you did was great. So uh, congratulations. I heard the whole thing. We played it uh, early Monday morning. We played a bunch of cuts uh, of you and President Trump on this show yesterday. And, yes, you absolutely said peacefully you did not encourage any violence. But that goes back to January 6th. I mean, we remember the president. Yes, he spoke for an hour. Yes, he maybe only said once, go peacefully. But he did say it. He did say it. And yet they still want to pin on him this ridiculous notion that he, quote, unquote, incited a riot. So with that said, Roger, even though you never said that, are you worried even a little that maybe some of these Trump supporters may lose control in Miami today? What concerns me more is that there will be agents provocateur in the crowd, as they, I believe there was on January 6th, which is why I've said to people, do not be goaded, do not be stampeded into doing something stupid, because uh, you can't put that outside the realm of possibility. I think there'll be a very big turnout. South Florida loves Donald Trump, as they should. Uh, and, uh, Sid, I appreciate your playing those clips on the show. This is why you are so great, by the way. <laughs> you're just like me. If I play uh, your voice, you're great. If you play mine, I'm great. Uh, when you say, thank you, Roger, when, when you say a big turnout, you want to give me a number? I, I don't even know. 2,000, 1,000. How many folks do you think uh, will show up? I, I, I really have no idea. Other than talking about this on my shows and posting it on Twitter, I have not been directly involved in the organization okay. of it, but I know many, many yeah. Cuban-American groups, many Republican groups, uh, many uh, freedom-oriented uh, groups have been actively putting together car caravans and so on. And once again, I urge people, if you go, keep it peaceful, keep it legal, keep it civil. But, you, but you're worried about something that I think uh, you strike a chord here with me, and you said agents, but whether it's George Soros, uh, any one of these Democrats with a lot of money, I know he's turned his business over to his son at this point, his $25 billion, whatever it is. But uh, a guy like that could easily pay some Antifa member, somebody to go in the crowd and start a ruckus. So now that you brought that up, that is absolutely a possibility today. And, and let me tell you, Roger, that would be a disaster for President Trump. Yes, it would be. It would be unfairly blamed on him and his supporters, which is why people need to act responsibly. Uh, it is absolutely crucial. Otherwise, this enormous demonstration of support for the president could backfire. So people have to make their own decisions about whether to go. But if you go, you need to you need to conduct yourself in a completely lawful and, and intelligent manner. This is Roger Stone, 3 o'clock every Sunday here at WABC, does his own daily show, too, at 5 o'clock. He's really terrific. You know, Roger, when uh, they bombarded and they broke into Mar-a-Lago, they were, you know, like a SWAT team and a, and a whole thing, it was eerily reminiscent 
of what they did to you. And not long after they broke into your place in Fort Lauderdale, you were on with me and my late partner, Bernard, talking about, I mean, just how much firepower and people they used. You're a nice guy. You're hanging out in Fort Lauderdale. You would have thought they were trying to get Pablo Escobar. But this is another thing that they seem to do. If they don't like you, they use excessive power and force and numbers and weapons for guys like you and Trump who were never, ever going to put up a fight. Uh, you're absolutely right, uh, Sid. I mean, uh, look, uh, on the morning of January 25th, 29 heavily armed FBI agents in full SWAT gear, brandishing fully automatic M4 assault weapons, uh, stormed my home to take me into custody for the first time nonviolent alleged crime of lying under oath to Congress about Russian collusion, which we now know is not even possible because there was no Russian collusion. I read a great interview at uh, Revolver.News with a a veteran FBI uh, uh, individual out of the Miami office who said the raid on me and the raid on Donald Trump was completely outside their regular procedures and that the raid in Mar-a-Lago was ordered from Washington and was conducted from Washington over the objections of some in the Miami bureau. Yeah, that Durham report, you would have thought would have would have said all that. But you do realize, Roger, that, for example, I do my show from the the studios here on Third Avenue and we've got a newsroom a couple of feet away and we've got these really big, beautiful TVs and they're on all morning long and they're on everything from Fox News to MSNBC. And I remember that morning, the Durham report, you know, comes out and clear Russia was a hoax, blah, blah, blah. And they're going, nope, I don't care what Durham says. He's wrong. What we've been saying for three years is right. So it doesn't even matter anymore. Mueller report, Durham report, good report, bad report. They still go on the air, these irresponsible liberal media networks, and they report what they want to report and just cast aside anything, even if it's factual. They don't care. And guess what, Roger? The American public, they buy it. Yeah, it's very, very sad people don't think. Uh, But, I mean, in all honesty, Mr. Durham uh, took his sweet time to ensure that those that he uh, exposed for crimes would not be prosecuted. And then he did the unthinkable. Uh, He prosecuted three individuals at the lowest level of this crime family. Sid, it would be like prosecuting the driver uh, in a bank robbery for double parking (laughs) while you let let the bank robbers not only testify against the driver, thus incriminating themselves, but you also let them keep the spoils of the bank robbery. That is funny, and you're right. That's a very, very good analogy. Roger Stone here again. Check him out, folks, 3 o'clock on uh, on Sunday afternoon. So I have all these great attorneys on the show. Arthur Idala was on today. You know, me and Joe Tacopina, we went to poly prep together in the fifth grade. We're friends for 46 years. So I got a pretty good insight uh, on and off the air as to what's going on in all these Trump cases. And they all seem to agree that this one is tough. You know, they know the uh, the brag one in New York, that's a joke. They're not worried about Georgia or January 6th. But after reading the indictment on Friday, Roger, a lot of these big-time attorneys agreed this one may be a little tough. I know you love Trump, so do I, and I do think eventually he'll prevail. But when you saw this indictment, what were you thinking? Uh, uh, look, I found this uh, really unsettling. Uh, I'm not an attorney. I've tried to wade through this indictment. Uh, I had David Schoen on my show, who was yep. one of yep. Trump's attorneys in the uh, impeachment. I think yep. literally one of the most brilliant legal minds in the country. Uh, he's going to be on my show this upcoming Sunday on WABC nice. uh, at 3 o'clock. Uh, you can go to the to the WABC radio 
WABCradio.com to hear it, or you can go to the WABC Radio app to hear it. Or if you live in the greater New York, New Jersey area, uh, you can go find it at 770 on the dial. Look at you. Uh, <laughs> thank God for John Katsimatidis, who's single-handedly saving AM radio. True. Ford and Tesla want to end uh, you know, AM radio receivers in, in their upcoming generation of motor vehicles. And I think that's dangerous. First of all, the emergency broadcast system is based in AM radio. And secondarily, people won't be able to listen to Sid Rosenberg. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Or Roger Stone. Actually, um, Chad Lopez, the president of this company, as we speak this morning, Roger, is in Washington, D.C., lobbying on behalf of saving AM radio. It's a three-day affair. So, yes, John and uh, Chad, the whole crew, even Mike Pence jumped in and tried to help out. Uh, seems to be something that they care very much about. And as you point out, Roger, they should. So we'll wrap this up. Tomorrow is our friend's 77th birthday, President Donald Trump. What will Roger Stone do tomorrow for Donald Trump on his birthday? Uh, I intend to call the president and wish him a happy birthday. Uh, uh, will, you si- will, you, will you sing happy birthday to him? I, I couldn't carry a tune in a bucket. Well, let me, hear, let me hear right now. Just give it a shot. Just get, like the first two verses. Uh, Come on, Roger. Come on. Uh, I'm, I'm Noel Jolson. That's okay. Come on. Let's hear it. Come on, come on, come on. Uh, happy birthday to you. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Something. dear Donald. And I'm allowed to call him that. Happy birthday to you. I got to tell you, you sold yourself short, man. I mean, that's not Marilyn Monroe for the Kennedys, but it's a close second. <laughs> I appreciate that. I, I, I really consider myself to be uh, pretty challenged in the singing. No, that was great. But- that was great. Sinatra, I am not. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will tell you this. You're a great mind and a great friend of the president and mine. And uh, I'm really happy you're at the station. I really am. Your show was great last week. Your interview with Trump was great. I look forward to showing coming up uh, this Sunday. So keep talking, Roger Stone. Continued success here. And welcome to the family, pal. Sad. Sid, thank you very much for having me. God bless you. God bless you, too. Roger Stone, folks. Check him out 3 o'clock every Sunday afternoon. He's great. That's my man, Roger Stone.